No, that was quite high, actually. How are Hello. you, Harley? Welcome to the Harley and Josh show, ladies Hello. and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. It is Monday. It's Monday. Again. It's great. It happens so quickly, doesn't it? It's the, um, this is the best I've felt on a Monday uh, in quite some time. That's huge. Yeah. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that is breaking news. I don't news. feel huge. I'm, I'm, still, a, <laughs> it looks I'm still a I'm still a wee pie, boys. <laughs> He's a wide boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harley and Josh Show, your music podcast by musicians. Uh, we have got some great news and music and discussion today. Uh, music coming from the wonderful Superglue. Yeah. Uh, new guys that we haven't listened to before, Bag of Cans, and old favourite of ours, Ellie Tree. Does the, does the band name Bag of Cans relate to any of the sounds of music that they make? Yes, the whole thing is just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot to put the recycling separately. Ah, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's the next song. Um, so yeah, uh, we've also got some news about um, Neil Young oh, yeah? has, is boycotting Facebook uh, because of political ads. We've also got... Um, our discussion later on, thing a thing about this morning, whatever, uh-huh. however we say it, I've no idea. I was thinking that on the way up here, like, what what does the jingle actually mean? I don't know. But yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're going to be uh, talking about, is music educational? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, what's the point uh, of music education? Basically? Yeah, what's the point now? What's yeah, what's the point? So Coming from two teachers, this is going to be a very uh, yeah, this, biased discussion. But I'm trying not to be super, super biased. But, like, you know... Uh, so, yeah, Harley, I need to ask you a question, mate. Go on. What'd you do? Well, I did things. Did you? Good. Yeah. End of yeah. series. I uh, <laughs> I spent majority of this week in Bristol uh, working on this on the, the new tour, the new road show that I've been, been doing. Um, it was all very, very easy and very nice. simple and great fun. Uh, didn't get to... Enjoy the delights of Bristol quite enough, but there was a very nice Indian we went to, um, right. and it was what was his name? <laughs> uh, Sam. Uh, good. Sam. Yeah. Sam. Sam. Just his place. You just went to his house. Yeah, his name's yeah. Sam. Doesn't have a last name. Just Sam. <laughs> good. Just Sam. Right. Well, yeah. So I've not been to Bristol before. Have you not? Go. No. We went into the town very briefly, and I went. Oh, this is really nice. I wish I could see it during the day because yeah. it was like eleven at night. Yeah, classic. Because um, we spent all of the day inside a building inside a, a very square room, mm. and very saw very little daylight. We've played a band from Bristol. We played Cut Capers on this show. Yes, we have. And yeah. I've seen a band, another band called the Schmoozenbergs, which are an amazing gypsy jazz band from Bristol. Nice. I was uh, playing a lot of. Bristolian folk music. And Bristolian folk. Bristolian folk. Um, <laughs> that sounds quite Lord of the Rings, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, um, I was, we'll get to where I was Sunday, but that, in the background there was a lot of uh, Sam Kelly and the Lost Boys and oh, Kitty right, McFarlane yeah. being played alongside uh, the, the music of the evening. Oh, cool. So yeah, so that was my my weekday was was fairly standard, had lots of driving, it was four hour trip either way and so listening to lots of music and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What did you listen to on the way? Um, good question. I, I think I listened to, I didn't listen to that much music, to be honest. But what I did, I think I listened to a lot of Theo Katzman. Theo Katzman, you've talked yeah. about him before. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his live show, um, uh, Live in Berlin, is very good, available on all uh, good streaming platforms. Mm. And it's very good. His like, performance show is very good. Yeah? What kind yeah. of music is it? Uh, kind of 
Soli, Soli, yeah. singer writer, singer songwriter, Soli, cool. lovely stuff. Some very good musicianship. Um, of course, Joe Dart on bass, always just um, yeah. amazing. Yeah, Volve Peck. Yeah, um, but just some, just some great, some great vocal work. Really yeah. good, uh, like just amazing stuff and three part harmonies and Ooh. just lovely stuff, boy. Yeah, and and to do that by yourself is really hard. Three part harmonies. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, he did have four fine gentlemen joining him. That's, that's the name of his band, Four, four fine, fine Gentlemen. gentlemen. <laughs> Very nice. It's just because he said Four Fine Gentlemen. That's, that's a really cool band name, Four Fine Gentlemen. Yeah, it is. Like, well, I mean, you, you really do have to be very moral people and, and, and quite nice and chivalrous to be able to be called that. Yeah. Like if you yeah. call Four Fine Gentlemen, then you turn out to be like Nazi punks, then it's not, <laughs> not, not a good idea. Although Four Fine Gentlemen would be a good punk name because of the irony. <laughs> yeah. You know. They, you know, they never so, iron their stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's yeah. ironic. So, uh, hey. yummy, yummy, yum. What, uh, what not, about all, Saturday? What did Saturday. you do? So I, I made it home. Um, I, <laughs> I had full intentions of going into the shop on Saturday. Oh. Um, wasn't able to make it. The whole road was closed down. Oh, um, yeah. It was, it was a big was... gang fight here on Norris Road, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it was a gang fight, actually. It was actually, just a brawl honest. and stuff. But, yeah, so that was pretty heavy. Apparently people had, like, golf clubs. Yep. Yeah. There's James Garden. I please don't let them use the guitars. These are expensive. They're really nice. <laughs> I don't know what he knew because it was his day off. So I, yes. I had a feeling he knew something that no one else did. Don't. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just riffing here. He's don't. orchestrating the yeah. whole thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's handing out golf clubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off you go, guys. <laughs> uh, I wonder if like... Drive them into the shop. In such events, is like like a putter, is that considered not cool? <laughs> <laughs> is that like, like especially no, like the, for a driver. the green ones you get a mini like uh, crazy golf <laughs> yeah I saw a, a it's like shaped like a giraffe or something I saw a petition um, that some people put online to change the name of mini golf to golf and then change the name of normal golf to big golf <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's normal size I mean, yeah, yeah. you're playing with the same size clubs yeah it's all big golf innit yeah but then big golf you'd have to play with like huge clubs you're not giving me any downsides here oh, I, yeah, would, I would watch that so much it would mess up a lot of people's again game. golf is another one of those uh games um sports that you watch on telly that i think could be improved like immensely with the multi-ball feature multi-ball yeah same <laughs> like with football pinball. yeah like pinball like imagine that but in, in football in golf <laughs> hockey them for sure oh yeah definitely um <laughs> And yeah, uh, oh, volleyball too. Because oh, I mean, they look panicked when they're trying to keep those balls off the ground. But imagine yeah. having to do it with six of them. It's ooh, uh, ooh, uh. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so that was my Saturday. <laughs> good, good. In a roundabout way. <laughs> no, no, I did have an evening at the watermelon jam at Colt Cafe. Oh, amazing! Yes, it was great. Is that the third or fourth one? It was their done? third one. Third one. Yeah, it was the first one they've done at the Colt Cafe. Uh, first one being at Three Wise Monkeys. The second one was at Mayday Festival. Uh, I've been lucky enough to make it to all of them, and nice. um, I—they uh, even asked me to open up with a house band to start the show. Who was uh, in the house band? So it was myself. It was Tom Guitarthy. Um, we had take it off your bingo card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had, uh, Flo So on on drums. He's very good. Uh, very Lawrence. great drummer, great jammer. Um, Gil Waters on keys. Oh, he's um, great. Mm. Very good. And he's great on instru every instrument he plays. Though. He's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and really like just genuinely nice guy. Mm. 
and Chris, I forget his last name. Stockington. Stockington, thank you. Yeah. On guitar, of 5011 Productions, who yeah. put on the whole event. Um, they had a great system. It was great. They had a really nice PA that just sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. Real solid. Not too QSC loud. QSC stuff, don't they, from uh, Lloyd? They had a different system. They had the QSC monitors. Yeah, um, those are Lloyd's, aren't they? Yeah, and I don't know what they had for front of house, but it was a company... Um, that I didn't get the name of, but I had a nice little chat with the guy. Great stuff. He was running a Waves uh, like drive system, so running outboard Waves plugins for live, mm. and it sounded. Those things are pricey. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, and worth it though, because it just, everything just sat just sat perfectly in its how place. How were the feedback issues? Because they've had a lot of problems with that. In the past, none at all. Been... Like none at all. Yeah. Well, with this instrument. They had a dedicated sound guy running, uh, and and it was a digital desk, but with real faders, so it's a little lip, little bit more controllable to do on the like. Because they've been using iPads a lot before. Yeah, and that's great, but you can only kind of do one thing at a time. Yeah. And if you get any latency, if you or if the internet drops out and your faders up and it feeds back, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. And so there a, are some limits there, yeah. aren't there? And they got there nice and early, and they had enough time to ring out all the monitors that you could like, really punch them and yeah. crank them up without there being any issues. That's cool. So it was it was like really well done. The Bye. sound was great. The band were awesome, and. It was just yes, a really good turnout of musicians. Just for everybody listening in, what do you mean by ringing out the monitors? So, when you're uh, when you've got a so, just to explain feedback for anyone who doesn't know what feedback is, you have a microphone that takes sound in, and you have a speaker that pushes that sound out, but louder. They're pretty much both the same thing with different polarities. Yeah, yeah. So you've got an input, you've got an output. However, if a note comes out of the speaker that then the mic picks up enough that then gets fed back into the speaker that gets fed back into the mic that gets fed back into the speaker that gets fed back and it keep going and then you end up with this this what we talk about ringing and feedback yeah that kind of <laughs> so what you can do is you can then get it to the point of feedback and you get that note that is feeding back and just notch it out so that one note that is coming through most uh, prominently is then taken out. So then you can just turn it up a little bit more. Um, if you do this three or four times, you don't want to go too many times, you can really just push everything up uh, to the point where you've got a clear sound without any feedback, without any unnice noises. You lose some frequencies that sometimes yeah. you might want to hear. But I mean, so without a band being there... To, to sort of like test out the monitors yeah. so that you know exactly what frequencies are going to be coming in. How do you ring them out? What so, do you put through them? Um, often you can do it with just the noise of the room. So if mm-hmm. you bring the mic up to the point where it feeds back um, with a uh, like a certain amount and then you can drop it down or you can use what they call pink noise, which is mm. like white noise but more mid-frequencies and less terrible on the ears it's like yeah rather than it's like yeah um and that just gives you a real nice nice sound um coming out front because then you've got no pushing frequencies afterwards odd question okay do you know why it's called pink noise um i think the point is white noise is like every frequency so it's the brightest noise and i think they just went with pink noise because right. it's a bit darker and you can also get brown noise as well which is all the low frequencies <laughs> that's the one that everybody usually knows yeah it's the one that people say that makes you poo yourself the brown note 19 hertz <laughs> uh, 19 hertz to try it out try it yourself yes <laughs> to quote i think it's heart a- attack i mean the other one yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks 
Thanks. <laughs> no, I meant actual. <laughs> no, chart attack are the real one. But yeah, yeah we 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 love just pumping the the nineteen hertz through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> That's yeah. um yeah, so that's that, incredible. I'm gonna actually Google why it's called pink noise. Okay, whilst you're talking whilst you're searching that, I'll right. say the only uh disadvantage you had um is what I've always said about jam sessions, what they suffer from on a Saturday night is you have so many great musicians like yourself that would have <laughs> loved to have made it, but you're busy gigging elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's a real shame that they've kind of missed that bit out. Mm. Um you know, the, the first one we had was very lucky that we had some really good musicians that who had the time off. But you're going to tell us about pink noise. Sorry. I just think this is really interesting. Pink noise is one of the most common signals in biological systems. Hmm. The name arises from the pink appearance of visible light with this power spectrum. Oh, okay. This is in contrast with white noise, which has equal intensity per frequency interval. Okay. So, yeah, it's actually a scientific ting. Or a scientific... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so there we go. So my Sunday was also great. I was uh, doing sound, so I was rather on the stage. I was off the stage running sound for uh, Folk at the Froys. Oh, amazing. Um, they have some major, amazing events there. I do love it. They there. do love Yeah. It's, David's it, very lovely bloke as well. He yes. the whole thing. Always um, looks after you. Very much so. Well, that's it. I was joking with, um, with Joe uh, Bowman, who also runs sound for some of their oh, events oh, there. Joe Bowman. Bo Joman, he um, was saying how it's great because you get to go, you do sound, it's a very easy job, it's a great room, very easy to make it sound good. Mm. Um, but it's also really good food. Mm. We all joke, like, really doing it for the food. But Of course, we- they do have great food there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and I actually had to ring out a microphone for that job. Oh, right, okay. The supporting band, um, we, the, the headline band was uh, Lucy Ward. Okay, I've heard um, that name. She's uh, a yeah, she's a uh, award-winning um, huh. folk artist. Um, Lucy Award. She's won uh, BBC Radio Two Folk Awards um, yeah. uh, in 2012. Uh, she's done loads of other stuff. Uh, played for people for many years and is just lovely. Do you know where she's based? Uh, Derby. Oh. And you can tell when the way she, when she when in her performance style she's she's got that accent and it's oh, really, really really homely really oh, cool. lovely um and uh yeah it was great the support act um they johnson novak duo okay. and they played and they had a really nice condenser mic um and they had that and they were basically just singing around the mic and they would get further away and closer to it and stuff like that those kind of mics are so sensitive, you have to be really careful. They're more for recording than live, aren't definitely, they? Definitely, definitely. So, is it more to do with the polarity and like the, the sort of the, the pickup pattern? Um, yeah, well, to? just because it picks up everything in the room. They're yeah. so wide. So, um, And the fact that they could stand away and still be heard is what they wanted to get out of it. Right. So get I would, the room noise. Yeah, so I'd crank it up a little bit. And uh, I'd, again, I brought it to feedback, found the frequency, dipped that frequency out. Uh, brought it back and then bring it up a little bit louder, dip that frequency out, and we had absolutely no issues. Awesome. And they were really happy with the sound. That's really good. Um, and was it was it outside or was it inside? It was inside. It was in the uh, the the room. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know what they call that particular part of <laughs> room. The building, perhaps. <laughs> um, it was yeah, and it was just really good, really interesting night. Uh, everyone, it's always good to go see those. We got to see Kelly Bayfield. Yeah. Um, had a nice little chat with her, and she did a little. Uh, um, little talk at the beginning as well thank everyone for their support awesome. um with her uh, and 
Matt Bayfields with you know with the stuff we've uh, been talking about with those guys, and um, it was just a really lovely night. Um, mm. Yeah, and that is what I did. Is it really, Harley? That's incredible. That concludes our news section. What Harley did? Harley do stuff? Yes, Harley did. Let's find out. Incredible. Um, yeah, so yeah. well done, mate. Uh, I think we should play some music then. Please so do. So we're going to play something by uh, Superglue. They've got a newer single. Uh, it came out a couple of months ago. Actually, I think it was last month. Nice. Um, and uh, Ben Brown is actually playing solo with Pet Needs this weekend for uh, to raise money. Yeah. So and they're also playing as Dingus. Well, he's playing with Dingus Khan this weekend as well. So Amazing. Super Glue and Dingus. Busy Khan boy, weekend, right? I mean, so for all those fans, you're going to be well impressed and pleased with this one. So this is their new single. This is Forever Endeavor. Check it out. That was Super Glue with Forever Endeavor. Yeah, I like that. We were just saying it's, it's, it's a bit of a departure from their usual style. There was yeah. this garage rock kind of style about them. That was much more pop punk, much more melody driven. Yeah, I really like that. But there were those just little chord substitutions they add in. Yeah. That, like, you know, outside of the major scale that did kind of like give it that super glue sound. So nicely done, guys. So uh, let me tell you what I did. What are we doing next week? What I did. What did we do? What did we do? I did some things, mate. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, I had I had a big week of first performances actually uh, last week. Uh, some yeah. of my kids that I've been teaching, my kids, and I, 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 I teach them. They're not my kids. Um, um, <laughs> How was I? That was quick. He's <laughs> yeah, just incubated. Uh, I have a genetics lab at home. Operation Incubus. Uh, just breeding the next generation of guitarists. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, they, so they had an assembly on Thursday where both Rainer ticket off your bingo card hey. uh, and i had some of our students from the rendlesham primary school get who's up and i was that who's and i uh, um yeah he's he's like uh, our sidekick okay cool. um uh, <laughs> we um we, we put up our students in front of their whole school the whole school was watching them for their assembly and they were uh, so we had rainer start off with his drum students playing we will rock you nice which immediately got the kids clapping along and it started off the whole vibe you could see all the kids like that were really nervous Suddenly, just start to beam because their mates were clapping along with them playing. Yeah. So that was great. It just broke the ice, um, and the kids did really, really well. Like the performance did really, really well. Um, so we let the, myself and the guitarist stayed out of that one, so that they just focused on the drums. Mm. And then um, I, uh, it was it's kind of like we. I said to Rainer, I was like, okay, you you do the introduction to to sort of you know start off the assembly. He's like, yeah, I didn't know you want me to talk. <laughs> I was like, off you go, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you bye bye, bye bye. Introduce yourself. So then I sort of. Um, took the reins and, and started, you know, shooting my mouth off as I usually do. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, getting them all, getting them all riled up. And, um, yeah, I got them playing Sunflower by Post Malone. I, I, I mm-hmm. sort of finger on the pulse here, mate. Finger on the pulse, even hey. though the film came out. You're down with the kids. Um, they, um, basically it's, it's from the, into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man film. Uh, okay. Um, and all the kids absolutely love it. Um, what about two or three of my students asked me to, to learn how to play it for him. And luckily, it's three chords. D major, G major, E minor. Super easy chords. Yeah. But it's the changes mm. that is really important. So each chord has about two bars each. Okay. Apart from the... Um, it goes back to G. Um, so it has another sort of extra two bars added on top. And it was a really nice kind of build up to that um, 
that assembly where these kids are kind of practicing these chords and then I'm like, okay, now you need to figure out how to change them because yeah. you're about to do it in front of the kids and you need to know the importance of changing chord on time and keeping track with the song. Mm. There's also some, some syncopation in that song as well, which is good because it just teaches them about going off the beat and different strumming patterns. And I was so proud of them. So, so they, they did it. They all, I, said, I said, don't worry about your playing too much. Just make sure that you're smiling and enjoying yourself because in the end, if you're not enjoying yourself, there's no point in doing this. Yeah. Because I mean, like if, you, if you're up sta- on stage and you're playing something amazingly, but you're miserable, you're not happy, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons, mm. I think. So anyway, um, so yeah, they, they did a great job. Then after that, we did a, a joint thing with the drummers. Uh, even though it was the end of November, we did Last Christmas by Wham. Mm. Funny thing about that is it, I had the same thing with Last Christmas by Wham as we had with Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. The tape in the original recording had stretched. Uh, yeah. So it was out of tune with, you know, a, a normal concert pitch tuner. Mm. So for, for anybody sort of, um, you know, confused about what I'm talking about there, about being out of tune, I mean, concert pitch didn't really exist until uh, late 1800s. Yeah. And then digital tuning so that we all had the the same frequency that we were tuning to didn't happen until at least the seventies. Yeah. So it, so a lot of like old music you hear um, is not tuned like very directly to a frequency. Mm. So it can sound very out of tune. So if you try and play along with it, you're kind of like, this sounds awful. So I was noticing that while I was teaching them this um, in, in the sort of lead up to it. So I put it into logic, like the original okay, track, yeah. and then I just pitch corrected it ever so slightly because it's not in a, like, you know, a semitone out or something like that. It's not like, you so, know, a full, you know, it, it's not, it was in D, it wasn't in C sharp or an E flat. It was just slightly, it was like C sharp, sharp, sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to tune it down. And then add sort of like very small microscopic tunings mm. to it so that we could get it on. It sounds really strange though. Does it? Or does it change His voice how just sort of sounds a little bit different. Oh, it's Almost noticeably monkey, different. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, that was a, a, a hurdle I had to jump over. Mm. Um, that was on the Thursday. On the Friday, I want to be a, give, give a big shout out. Go on then. Okay, just quickly to those guys. Um, well done to Archie. Well done to Dexter, well done to Jack, well done to Grace, well done to Iggy, well done to Rosalba, and well done to Carnell. They were all their first performances. Well, actually, not all of their first performances, but either second performances yeah. at least. Um, nice. So, yeah, uh, heads up, there was the Pony Club band who I'd been... I, I was talking about this on the show before. Um, that's, that's one of our wet, wet wares, isn't it? No, yeah. we've talked about this on the show before. Um, <laughs> said it again. Um, so three students... Um, well, young, young kids, they're sort of like in their nine. Um, there was Hugo, who's not one of one of our students, but he's a drum, he's a drummer, um, who is friends with uh, both Thomas and Ollie, who have come to the rock schools that yeah. we've done in the past. Um, and it was their first performance together as a band. They they formed a band as fr- as three friends, and they performed at their their pony club, like. Um, kind of like party yeah um and they had t-shirts and everything from their mums like you know it was, uh, charlotte and sarah and that it was great that was i was i was basically like with them doing performance kind of like uh coaching and and sort of like getting them through the songs and you know making sure they know the structures because they had a great um they, they had a <laughs> had a great playlist here right so ollie hugo and thomas played eye of the tiger tnt 
Smoke on the Water, Sweet Child of Mine, and We Will Rock You. Nice. It's a five-song set list, and everybody loved it. Great. We've, um, we, I, got, I wasn't able to be there because I was in London, but I uh, was sent videos of it um, and once they posted them up online. And yeah. I was just so proud because, I mean, I was there. Like for the, for the first two rehearsals, I did three of them with them. First two, I was like, right, okay, you're changing here, you're changing here, and I'm giving them signals and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The third one, I was like, right, I'm just leaving you to it because I'm not going to be there on the day, so I'm not going to be able to give you the signals. Yeah. And watching the videos back, they really relied on each other. Mm. Just the, the, you know, the the lessons that you always give, which is look at each other in the eyes, give each other, um, you know, uh, very clear signals and remember to smile. Yeah. You know, all that sort of stuff. And they all did it. Amazing. So, oh. yeah, I'm really proud of them. So, well done, guys. Um, so, yeah, I was in London on, on Friday. Then on uh, Saturday morning, I was in Bravo, Stone Market. Of course, uh, yeah. Rock School. Um, they've got a performance coming up, but I haven't got the date yet. Um, so, they were they were playing Zombie by the Cranberries. Nice. Which I was listening to that when I was like, I know this song, but I don't know that song. Like, it's, it's so easy because yeah. it's, it's four chords, but there's own, I've only really ever listened to it being played by pub bands. Yeah. I've okay, not really yeah. sat and listened to the recording. Yeah. I'm like, I know how the song goes really well because I've just seen so many bands cover it. Mm. But um, yeah, I was listening to it. It's actually a real jam. Yeah. Like, there's some really different t- drum patterns in there. There's some, there's some like, re- yeah, like for, for the 90s, there was guitar solos in there, but they were still alternative, not just sort of super fret um and then for the seniors we did uh i believe in a thing called love by the darkness tune the hardest one that we've showed them so far they they rose to the challenge but you know to have an hour lesson and then and then play it immediately afterwards yeah it's, it's, it was out of some of their league and then they, it became in their league by the end of the lesson oh that's that good sense. so you you saw that you saw that those steps that they made yeah like happen there and then yeah it's just that's great like, okay it's just the, the finger positions because you can sort of know how the chorus goes down yeah. and if you don't use a, a position when you're playing that then it, and you're just using one finger then that is impossible that mm. bit. it's just not you can't get there fast enough and you just get cramp um, yeah so teach them first position uh with that um just so that you sort of lead with your first finger so you've got the rest of your fingers free to uh, you know to, to go onto the fretboard afterwards and to try and keep your fingers nice and close to the fretboard so they're ready and waiting um that was yeah i could see that them suddenly realizing the merit of that yeah. lesson which is really fun um so yeah, then that evening I went home and just played loads of Jurassic Park Evolution because I love that game. It's nice. It's just about building Jurassic Parks and my girlfriend and I, are, Frankie and I are, are on a massive Jurassic Park hype at the moment. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. Oh, <laughs> always good. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, so then we had a, a private party at St. Peter's. Uh, which I've actually done a private party there before. No. Um, it was really good because we just had our system. It's been difficult to do that um, in there before mm. because it's such a huge room and sub really does get lost. Yeah. But we just like, well, Murray worked really hard and just cranked the subs really, you know, worked through um, ringing out the system so that we did have a really good, uh, a really good sound nice all the punch. way to the back. Yeah. Um, really chilled out affair that one. So it was, it was Emma Lightfoot's 50th birthday. So happy birthday, mate. Um, really nice. Cause they, they, she, she booked us from a, a gig she saw us at about four years ago, mm. um, which is, you know, which is quite good that people remember us that far back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah. Chilled out vibes, just really good, close family and things like this. They had all their kids there and stuff. Um, they uh, the, the kids were going absolutely crazy because cool. you can imagine they're all together after they've been apart for a while or something like that. So they're 
they're just like running backwards and forwards like on the dance floor skidding on the knees classic oh cool you know yeah. you've got to do that um there was one kid that would not stop trying to do the bottle flip oh uh-huh. it was so annoying like i'm sure he's a lovely kid but he was annoying me like he was just sitting there like right at the front of the stage just flipping the bottle and you could just hear it's going bang 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 and you're just like dude you're not very good at this Stop trying right now. This is not the point. Do it at home. <laughs> like, but anyway, um, yeah, but he, he got a couple and he kept on sort of looking at me just like, I did it. And I'd be like, <sighs> but why? <laughs> I don't understand the bottle flip thing. No, 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 I don't get it. Uh, it's pointless. I see someone do like three at once the other day. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But, but I mean, then you're like, good. Cool. So everybody's already done that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an old thing now. It is no longer lit. Lit is no longer lit. It's been used so much. Um, it's fire now they were like standing on chairs and stuff like the kids were just like proper but the funny thing was the kids were the last ones standing right by the end of it like the kids were the were like standing on the on because i always play bohemian rhapsody um at the end of the uh, of, of my sort of dj set because it, it has that great good, diminuendo oh, that's your closer yeah. yeah and it's just like thank you very much good night and everybody's just like actually satisfied because they've had a good sing mm. good dance you can't you can't song. follow that no exactly so and all the, the kids were the only ones left all the adults had gone home apart from you know their parents of course yeah, yeah. but yeah that's it's so funny nice but yeah there was it was a different thing they had in um in there which was uh on in saint peter's which they had sort of stage rises which we'd not had before because the stage is really quite close to the ground mm. in there but they'd actually raised it up so that it was the same level as, as the other sort of mezzanines oh, okay so, cool. yeah she had a bit more a, stage yeah because it was a it's a tiered stage isn't it yeah at, at saint peter's so it was it was raised up so we had a little bit more um elevation yeah. which was which was a really good really good little move, and a better surface to do bottle flips on absolutely <laughs> oh god don't even anyway so oh, i can't even that's 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 what what i did what did i do yeah let's play some music man right right so this is uh the sound of a bag of cans <laughs> okay the band's called bag of cans they're playing uh this weekend uh, with some phenomenal bands, including Dingus Khan. Mm. Um, so, phenomenals. Um, you got to check this out. This is this is a, their newest single. This is called House Proud. Enjoy. Stick around for the gigglers. <laughs> That was the wonderful bag of cans uh, with House Proud. They are from Norwich and they are playing this weekend in Ipswich. Or actually, no, close by to Ipswich. Stick around for the gig list to find out where. Exactly. Oh, a bit of mystery. Oh, right. That's what we need in this show. Yeah. A, mur- a murder. Well, what? Sorry, what? What? <laughs> no, no, no. Ah! Ah! Neil Young has announced that he's quitting Facebook over its political ads. Young says he's protesting Facebook's support using news. Oh, right. So this is interesting. Uh, Some of you guys may have known recently that Twitter has uh, basically banned political ads um, because of, well, just paid political ads. That's fair. Right. Um, Because of just the problem with spreading misinformation. Uh, Facebook has said they won't do that. And Neil Young and other artists have basically said, that's not cool. I don't need to use this site anymore, so I'm out. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, 
Neil Young existed before Facebook. I don't think he's going to lose too many followers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most of his fans are like, okay, this affects me how. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, Neil Young has announced that he's quitting Facebook over its political ad stance. Young says he's also protesting Facebook's support of right-wing organizations. Young made those statements after Facebook refused to say it would ensure political advertisements uh, advertisements are free from lies. Uh, after Facebook sponsored an event by the Federalist Society, Young said his decision was made for him. So the Federalist Society is just like a, a Republican, like right, hard right, right. Um, uh, political organization in America. Um, this turn of events, in addition to the false information regularly supplied to the public on Facebook with this knowledge, has caused its um, Neil Young to re- reevaluate and change his policy. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a difficult debate here because you sit there and think, okay, so if you're if you're somebody like Neil Young and you withdraw your support from Facebook, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big advocate for music. Music. Yes. <laughs> like just going, ah, no, this is not this is not the place for me anymore. Yeah. But somebody like like us that uses Facebook to advertise all the time. And yeah. I do disagree with, with this. I'm I'm not sure where I stand on this, to be honest. Because um Twitter banning uh political ads because a lot of them are just spreading blanket lies. I mean, there was this whole thing with the Conservative Party where they blocked their account uh, yeah. because they, 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 they masqueraded as a as a fact checker. Yeah. Um which is just is pushing pushing the boat too far, isn't it? That's it. I think it's the reasons of which like I I don't I, I don't think there's any wrong, anything wrong with paid political ads, mm. but I think choosing to go against it because of the fact that they're they're, they're spreading lies, mm-hmm. because they don't want to be aiding misinformation. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, fair. but the thing is, so uh, Facebook has not done that. Mm. So I'm 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 sort of saying to Twitter, okay, that's that's quite good because that may prevent the uh, this sort of like the circulation of these sort yeah. of lies and, and and you know false false information but facebook's kind of stance is that it shouldn't be in the hands of a, a multi corporation a multinational corporation to to say what is true and what is false before it puts it out there so it's that in itself is quite a good point because i don't particularly want my uh, sort of my news being dictated by a private company but they all are really in the end yeah. aren't they yeah so where does it kind of stop? <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's it's what do you do? Because I think, I mean, the the, the easiest, well, I'll say that, no, not the easiest. The right thing to do is to go, we will only host your adverts if they are factually true. Mm. But who checks that? That's it. That that's a very expensive way for a company to go. All right, now we've got a whole team of people fact checking every single advert that comes through. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Vanish doesn't get rid of all kitchen stains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's for your clothes. That's it. Like it's, it's not just. It, it's not. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. But yeah. So. Oh, bang! And the stain isn't gone. There go. <laughs> Get that. No, that's Silip Bang. That's Vanish, not Vanish. I don't know. Look, um, this is not an advert for either Vanish or Silip Bang. Other Vanishes do exist <laughs> and are available. But that's a, a very good point, and I think taking it back to the the music element. Um, musicians are like notoriously left wing. There's, mm, there's, we are big old lefties. There are big there's socialists. very little right wing. Uh, what's yeah. the word? There's Rep- Kid Rock. There's Ted Nugent, and that's it. It's probably it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you listen to Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. You're a bit like mm, that's pretty white wing. Well, Walkgate doesn't bother them. 
Yeah, exactly. Because he was a Republican. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. But like, that, that's the, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so so when you take a stance like Neil Young has done here, it makes sense when you've got a big following. Uh, and, and it makes, it, it, but I think it means a collective kind of moving away from, from it. Yeah. But, Do you think, can you see this starting a, musement, a movement among musicians? I don't think so. Because I, I don't know, because we, we rely on, That's on social media so I, much, don't we? Nowadays? I think if we were a little further down the road where there was a stepping off point too, mm-hmm. say if SoundCloud had a bit had a better community for musicians or if, I don't know, Instagram is a great advert, but I still think it's a very one-channeled mm. medium and compared to Facebook. Facebook anyway. So. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah forget I, I said that. It is interesting, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, yeah, it, they, they've obviously played fast and loose with people's data before yeah, uh, with yeah. the Cambridge Analytica scandal, yeah. um, you know, and Russian hacking. So it's... I think it's probably the straw that broke the camel's back for Neil Young. I mm. mean, um, what did he say here? He said, I don't feel that a social site should be making obvious commitments to one side of politics or the other. It further confuses readers regarding truthfulness in coverage and message. That's, it's not, it is worth mentioning that Facebook aren't taking sides on this. It's just saying, look, both sides lie, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, yeah. This is this is talking about people who are in a side, in, in a, you know, two-sided political society Hmm. not every political world is like that but a lot of them are you know Hmm. left wing right wing whatever but you know both sides could easily lie and and spread false information so it's not saying that one side is going to be favored from the other by not by allowing this kind of behavior yeah i think it's just what his point is is that facebook has been seen to financially support right-wing political movements um and it's probably the same the other way around they've probably uh you know supported left-wing political movements but i think they should just stay out of politics (laughs) it's probably a good idea do you think there is a do you think musicians should actively stay out of politics no not musicians i think facebook should definitely stay out of politics. oh yeah 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 um because it's just going to sway more people one way but Mm. um yeah, I think musicians, I think we need to be political. I think we need to be socially active. Yeah. Because it's just we, well, you know, musicians as a whole have that amazing ability to phrase uh, an argument or a point of view in, in a way that's entertaining as well. Yeah. Um, you know, comedians do this on sort of like The Daily Show and yeah. Real Time with Bill Maher and stuff like this. But it's, it's very much you have to sit there and listen for about half an hour, 45 minutes to get all the points across. Um, whereas a song's three minutes, four minutes long. Yeah. And if you want to get the point across and, and people will re-listen to it. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think everybody should boycott Facebook? Um, because it's, you know, perpetuating lies. I've always said, I, I mean, I mentioned this, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I've certainly said it uh, in personal conversations before. I probably wouldn't be on Facebook if I didn't, if I wasn't running bands or trying to promote my mm. own gigs. My I think we're almost a lot like that, aren't we? And it's, which is kind of, so we feel a little bit tied to Facebook, which then adds stress when another musician is going, well, I'm stepping away from it. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Yeah. You know, uh, but unfortunately my name's not Neil Young. Um, <laughs> if All I did, facts. if my name was Neil Young, it would make it even harder because people wouldn't Google me because it would just go to the other guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've got, I've got, I've got two friends that are called Will Young and Will Smith. Oh, wow. And they're both musicians. Oh, that's difficult, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, like, um, David Bowie, his He's name also was... got an album called Big Willie Star. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, David Bowie's original name is David Jones, but he uh, changed his name because of David Jones from The Monkees. Oh, I thought you meant, like, he 
he was worried about being confused with the guy who the pirate had a locker. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, potential, <laughs> potential. Is this David Jones's locker? No, 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 no. It's David Bowie's locker. Anyway, <laughs> shall we? Yeah, go on. Finger fang report back this morning. Jingle, jingle. Harley, what's the point of a musical education? Well, in one sentence. Okay, so this is a very good point. Okay. Okay. Um, I had a friend who is a musician. And his point that he said to me, I said, you know, you should learn some music theory or whatever. What? And he goes, I don't want to learn music theory mm. because it would stifle me as a musician. Mm. I said, show your working out. And he goes, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't had any lessons. No. Um, <laughs> because this particular, when I just find a note that works, if I learned how to play a scale, I would be bound by the notes in that scale. Interesting. What do you think of that? I think there's, uh, I think there is definitely merit to that. Yeah. Um, because you know, you start to sit there and think what's right and what's wrong when it comes to songwriting. Yeah. And I try and teach my kids that I'm, you know, <laughs> genetically engineering at home. <laughs> Just yeah. you know that that In okay, it's it's good to know these scales so you know how to work around them. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if it sounds right to you when you're writing a song, when you're writing a song, yeah, then it's right. Because it's 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 your song. Yeah. If you want that note there, it goes there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If I, it's whether in the scale or not. I find it really funny because every now and then I'm like, let's try and write a song that completely plays all the wrong notes. Yeah. And then you take it to a, like a you know a musician that really knows what they're talking about. They're like, oh yeah, no, it's just a substitution. That's this and this and this, which actually means you're playing in this scale, right? Not that scale. So there's there's way like. It, Nirvana does that a lot. It's just, yeah. There's so many songs that are just nonsensical in terms of music theory, but are just amazing. Exactly. You listen to yeah. But the thing is, like, if, if you want it to sound good, if you want it to sound pleasing to a lot of people, should I re- yeah. or, or, or restate that, then it's, it's, it's good to use music theory because that's the reason why there's a theory mm-hmm. there is that it's just proved to be pleasing to people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's not, if you're writing songs just for you, it's not about what other people no. want to listen to, right? No. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I thought, I don't know. So I think a lot of people sort of look at music education, oh, it's a waste of money, isn't it? I mean, you're not going to get a job in that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, well, we do have jobs in that. Yeah, yeah. But I think people seem to have this misconception sometimes that education is about getting a job, where it's, it's not. It's mm. about furthering your experience of life. And it shows just, well, you know, music itself is such a, an amazing influence on your brain. It just, how much it does for your brain is is, is still being, dis, you know, being uh, mm. experimented on. And to be able to see, like, how a brain lights up in an ECG and just, you know, when, when it's listening to music, whereas when it's doing a, a task like, you know, maths or, or, or if it's trying to read, those yeah. are specific parts of your brain, but music encompasses your entire brain wow okay. so the the fact that um that you just sort of you learn that in school is exactly the same as learning a language because mm. you are just creating these connections in your brain to say that means that so this means that and it's just it's it's crossing different areas of your brain so that you can do better in other subjects as yeah. well um but yeah i mean what it, I think it does. That does raise a point, though. Whereas there are a lot of people that I know of that went into music education, further education, yeah, and didn't get a job in it. Do you think that's a derogatory to the music education? Um, well, I had a friend who went to uni, and many friends. All these friends that he's talking about, this just I, yeah, and <laughs> nearly just fell off a chair. Ignore me. Um, 
So it was a good friend of mine, and he went to uni. I didn't go to uni. And towards the end of his course, we had a little catch up. And he goes, I finally kind of get what this whole uni business is all about. He says, it's not no. about training yourself to get a job. No. It's about... And he was he was studying photography. Mm. So it's safe to say that he wasn't... Like I say, there's not... There's not always a lot of opportunity for that kind of work. It's no. very much a freelance world. Now everybody's it's, got a phone in your pocket. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 he's he was going into a shrinking in industry mm. or expanding, but not a yeah, well not way. So he was like, "It's more about a the experience of having a university and living on your own for the first time, whatever. But it's about exploring something that interests you, that you're passionate about, and learning how to learn in a different way than you did in high school." Mm. He goes. I don't know if I'm ever going to make a job of this. I most probably am not. Mm. But it's all about just doing the the learning kind of stuff in a, in a new way and in and learning something that you really want to, not what you're told to beforehand. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's relying on yourself. I think is a really good point because there was so many. I was a student rep in in everywhere I've been, basically from yeah. GCSE up till up till degree level. I've always been a student rep, so just, you know, like teacher's pet, basically. Mm. Um, but it, w- every single student that's ever come up to me just be like, the teachers aren't helping me enough. And it's always just the fact of like, okay, are you helping yourself enough? Because that's the whole point of further education is yeah. that there is a subject there and you research it. And it's on you to do the learning. They point you in the right direction. But yeah. I think that's the life lesson there is that you realize that at, outside of education, that was the big, big lesson mm. for me nobody's going to hold your hand and you know mm. those kind of lessons are learnt very very well um in, in a sort of, you're sort of eased into it by university if you just drop out and get a job you have to learn that lesson fast yeah um and that can be really scary yeah that's it like i guess the uh so there's a song uh called get better by scroobius pip uh, you and love he it. says whether you have or you have not wealth, the system may fail you, but don't fail yourself. Ooh. Oh, well, I can't. I can't follow that. No. So yeah, what do you guys don't. think? Let us know. Um, before we go on to the gig list, um, let's have a little quick look at today's game, um, oh, yeah. as it's been a lot of fun today, actually. Um, so the the question today was: What artist do you think has had the best musical reinvention? I put Pantera because they used to be a hair metal band and they basically invented groove metal okay. by sort of incorporating grindcore into into hair metal. So um, what was it? So uh, Dan Lee Harvey said George Clinton from the Barbershop Boy to leader of the Mothership Con- uh, Connection, the P-Funk Army, yeah. uh, Funkadelic, all that, um, which is true. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Nigel Bowyer, The Clash. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you think of the punk and then he says to a mixture of rap, gospel, reggae, punk, Rockabilly, dub, funk, world music, rock, everything. Mm-hmm. Joe Strum has done everything, hasn't he? I, my my uh, go-to when I heard this was Arctic Monkeys. Oh, yeah. They've they're, they're com- every single reinventions. Every single album has been very different from the previous. And they're, 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 they're you know, people go, oh, they changed, man. They used to be like mm. punky. And like, well, yeah, but they've not done two things the same. So I think uh, it's sort of the, 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 the strange thing with that question was the whole, is this reinvention or is it musical Progression, yeah. Or prog- progression, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, there are so many bands that have done that after a while have gotten to a place, yeah. But I don't know, did it take a while? No artist has reinvented themselves more than David Bowie, though. <laughs> I write every again, every single album, completely different personality, yeah, the thin different, white duke, yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, so what do you guys think? 
Yeah. Uh, let us know. We've got games every week. So, yeah, there's loads of fun ones on Facebook.com forward slash Harley and Josh Show. Absolutely. Come say hi. Yeah. Let us know. Do. And, you you know, let us know what you think. Yeah. We, do you have thoughts? Do you? We don't. If you don't have thoughts, just comment you and say, be on this show. I have no opinions on this matter. <laughs> right. Anyway, Harley, it's the important part of the show. So everybody knows what they're going to do, mate. Right, Harley, oh, uh, do you want to start us off? at the end there. Oh, yes, you've got to be plosive. So I don't know how to say the first one I've got on the list here. I'm not sure if it's B-O-B or if it's... Bob. <laughs> Bob plus support. Bob. So educate us. If we're wrong at this, then, then educate us. Didn't um, B-O-B uh, do a rap with Jesse J? So oh, I'm yeah, that was it. Yeah, aeroplanes. Yeah. Bob. Um, anyway, so that was, he's the flat earther, really. Is he, was he all about flat, flat, flat Oh, he's the flat earth. Why do you sing airplane? Oh, never mind. Oh, that's BYOB. Anyway, um, so he's at the John Peel Centre, yep. Bob, um, Bob, this, uh, or the 27th. So that is so the Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So a weekday gig for you guys is at Stone Market in Suffolk at 7.30. Nice. 29th of November. That's Friday. Uh, Chart Attack playing at the Golf Hotel. I'm not going to be there, but we've got the amazing Alex Lenton on base, uh, and Legend. it's going to be amazing. So, First time um, I ever saw Alex Lenton play was at the Golf Hotel was with really? Mother Funker. Great, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's played some great Back stuff with, with those Nick, guys. Nick Keeble was some playing Some of the best well. bass lines that we all stole for Chart Attack set. So, uh, yeah, you get <laughs> to hear positive. him playing some great, great bits. That's Friday at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Um, also on Friday at uh, 5.30 at the Smokehouse, we've got Sonder, which is a spoken word and open mic and a book launch. Amazing. So that's, that's a bit different. A triple threat, that one. Oh, yeah. So that is 7 until 11. Uh, that is this Friday. Great. Also on Friday, we have Phil Jackson's rock and roll band live at Ooh. Woodbridge uh, for the big turn on the Christmas lights. Ooh, this, I like that. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So many rock and roll Christmas songs that you can do. So I don't know if he, he probably wouldn't do any, but he'd be like, no, we're going to do Hanukkah songs. Yeah, we imagine that. So, so it's great. You've got music and light entertainment. Yeah, light entertainment. I like that. You like that. I do. Um, so also on the Friday, there's so much going on this weekend. Uh, Dingus Khan, uh-huh. incredible, with uh, Benjamin Brown. Fish Claw, who we uh-huh. played on last week, absolutely incredible. Um, and Bag of Cans. Who we played today. Yes, we did with uh, House Proud. They are playing at the Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester. That's this Friday at 7.30. I'm not sure if there's going to be any tickets left, but if there are, get on that quickly. Yes, boy. Uh, We have uh, Mike Peters presents The Alarm. It's their Hurricane of Change tour. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's also this this Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. At the John Peel Centre, back in Stone Market. Make it along to there. Great venue. Yeah, it is. I do love the place. You've got to, you've got to support it, haven't we? Um, yeah. Also, the fr- this Friday in Colchester, we've got Osmium Guillotine. We've played them on the show before. Metal and Perilla, who are interesting. They're kind of like Depeche Mode kind of sounds to them. Oh, okay. And Luke Fisher. They're all three completely different bands. That's great. Singer-songwriting. I love a gig where you can have three completely different genres. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's at the uh, Queen Street Brewhouse uh, on Friday at 7.30. Nice. We are on to Saturday. Um, we've got... Uh, a climate change awareness awareness event. Yes, indeed. So we have good old there's good old James Garden this one. Yeah, so we've got Ellie Tree, Alice Rock, Joe Lee's, Jeffrey Blythe of from Hank's Deli, Talking Sleeve, Noah Evans, Ellen Ferry, and the Shrew all playing at the Brewers Arms. Uh, and there's also Climate Doodles, which is uh, James Garden's thing, Mind Doodles, but it's all about climate change uh, and raising awareness for for you know. Yeah. 
climate change and you know how we can all make us not die in a fiery pit of sweat. That would be great. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yes. no, I yeah, no. That, the event's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, got to see if we can get down to that one. Um, we got a double double gig weekend, boy. No, well, I'm on. I'm uh, quickly going to be saying about Saturday. I'm actually playing with Murray Collins at the Essex University for their winter night market. So oh, wonderful. We're be there between about four and seven. So if you want to come down and find yourself some just sort of bits for early Christmas presents and watch us play. And also get cheap beer because it's an SU bar. Oh, even um, better. Check that out, mate. Nice, nice. So we also have on this Saturday, we've got Chart Attack. We? We are going to be playing... Sans Harley. Yes, without me. Again, I'm probably going to try and get there, but I'm travelling back from Belfast. Sans so it's Harley, a long Sans drive. Sans. So I'll probably turn up just for like the second set and just mm. be like, <laughs> I wish I was on stage. <laughs> um yeah, so it's a Duke's launch party. So that's the Duke of York on Woodbridge Road in Ipswich. Uh, Chart Attack will be there, playing. Um, good music, music again. Yes, it says uh, 8 o'clock. I'm not sure what kind of band will be starting, but we'll uh, get along from 8, grab yourself some beers, so come say hi, and uh, say hi to Alex and tell him how much he is better than me. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, he knows. He doesn't know. He's no. very, very humble, but He's he is humble, great. So, you know. Um, so we've got Elephant Jane and the Lamplight Club, as well as Blooming Eyes and friends of the show, Bad Stone. Yeah, boy. Um, producers here at the Smokehouse and at the Punch Studios. That is this Saturday at 7 o'clock at the Smokehouse. Amazing. Right here. Cool. A couple we- more shows. Go yeah. On. So we've got Tadlula plays the triangle. Not the instrument. Oh, okay, okay. So I, uh, that's the Triangle Tavern in Lowestoft. Um, is that Tallulah Good Times? Yes. It is great. Tallulah Good Times. Uh, and that is the Saturday, the 30th of November, at the Triangle Tavern in Lowestoft. Lowestoft. Um, Pet Needs, playing a charity gig. Uh, shout out to Johnny Marriott. Um, he's actually the person that's booked me for this Colchester winter night market. Amazing. Um, so the same day, he is playing with Benjamin Brerwin. Of nice. Dingus Khan and Superglue. He's going to be doing some solo stuff, so hopefully he'll be playing some of the stuff that we played today. If you can um, get tickets. Yeah, if you get tickets, because there's only eight tickets left. At the time of recording. Exactly. So that's Saturday, the 30th of November, at Best Days Vintage. It's a charity show raising money. Great. Well, one last gig. Oh, we- there's two more. Oh, there's two more, sorry. Yes. Oh, let's... Uh, so we have um, Martin Stevenson and the Dainties, Ooh. plus a special guest. Ooh. Uh, and they will be playing at the Ipswich Art Centre at St. Clement's Church, Ipswich. I've not been there. I'm not to be to the Ipswich Art Centre. You're not? No. Oh, I'm, I, wait, me neither. I, I don't know. think I've, I don't think either of us have been. So we're going to check that out. Yeah. And the last thing this weekend, I am playing with JS and the Buccaneers. Live oh. at Isaac's for the first time. Um, we're playing this Sunday at three o'clock. Ooh. And uh, I'm going to write a new song for it. Great. I might, I'm going to try and make it along to that. Yeah. I should have a day off, so I'm going to try and swing by. Not sure if we're going to be inside or outside. Well, let's see how the weather goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can't you be out on a boat? Yeah. Is that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It would be fitting if we are right on the on the waterfront. It would be quite cool great. for pirates, isn't it? Yarr. Anyway, so thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, mate. It's been great. It has, indeed. Uh, yeah, let us know about discussions um, for, uh, for each show. If there's something you want us to talk about, or if there's something you want us to educate you about, um, we're probably not the right people for it. No, maybe not. But, um, we'll do our <laughs> we're, best. We're idiots, but also teachers. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't take your students away from us. No, no, please no. <laughs> right, we love you. Hello. Find us. Bye. Bye.